from the backwoods of America. You're listening to the best of the Patriot Cause. Today, I want to talk to you about America. Yes, you know, the country that we live in. The issue is this. We have had, and hopefully will continue to have, great patriots that have supported and continue to support the Constitution, the people of the United States. I'm going to present to you a person that you may or may never heard of, Paul Harvey Iredunt. He was born September 4th, 1918, and he died in 2009. He was an American radio broadcaster for ABC News Radio. He broadcasted the news and comment in the mornings and middays on weekdays, specifically when people were going to work, and noon on Saturdays. And also his infamous The Rest of the Story segments. If you've never listened to Paul Harvey, I'm sorry, but you're leaving out the history of America. From 1951 to 2008, his program reached as many as 24 million people per week. Per week. Paul Harvey News was carried on 1,200 radio stations, 400 American Forces Network stations, which means all the military forces that were deployed in all these countries, they got to hear Paul Harvey. And in the part of 300 newspapers to give you an example of how this man influenced this country for many years, Tucker Carlson has 4 million viewers. Tucker Carlson has 4 million viewers. Viewers, not even close. Matter of fact, he's an amateur, but yet he has the most viewers across the video world. Got to think about that. So I'm going to play you a clip from 1965 of Paul Harvey actually telling us about the country today. And it's called, If I Were the Devil. So if I were the devil, what would I do to destroy 
America. You need to listen to this closely because a lot of what he is talking about is and will happen unless the patriots of America stand up. It's really that simple. Take a great listen to Paul Harvey, 1965, If I Were the Devil. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the... So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington, and then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions. Just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. What'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Listen to Paul Harvey in 1965. What I'm asking you is this, simply. Is this true, what he said in 1965, Today in America, I'm going to reiterate what he's talking about. They want to control four-fifths of the population, which means that the valued, God-fearing people 
will be disseminated and eliminated in this country. You see, like he said, they want to take over the U.S. They being the devil. And what the devil really is today is the world elites. Churches. This is where they're attacking. They need to. So that they can eliminate any type of connection with the real God and the real truth. You see, the Bible is a myth. And evolution is the truth. And therefore, man makes God. They have created God through their tyranny, through their absolute understanding of selfishness as leaders of this country. And he talks about a prayer, specifically Jesus Christ telling us how to pray. And we as Christians say, our Father in heaven. But that's not what it is today. It's our Father in Washington. Think about that one. Nations are at war with each other. The 20th century and now the 21st century has had more wars against nations and people in the history of the world. He knew that he was talking about it. Then you're talking about, you know, how do you control the people? Drugs, medical issues. We're talking about that, you know, using this COVID virus and the shot, which we know, absolute truth, even the CDC has come up and finally said that this vaccine is killing people. Do they care? Of course not. And medical individuals are finally doctors and people that have been opposed to all of this are finally being regenerated in the population that they were truthful about what was going to happen. And then he said detectors, metal detectors. 1965. I, I bet you can count on your hands two of them of all the organizations in this country in 1965 
that had, quote, medical, or, I'm sorry, metal detectors. And now it's everywhere, in the schools, hospitals, wherever you go. He was right. Really that simple. This is the statement that he says during this radio show that really reaches my heart. And this is how simple this is. The state and the world are against any kind of extremists. People that disagree with government. That's not what America was founded on. The Bill of Rights allows us to question our government. And this is 1965. Hard working people. They're against work. Why? Because the government wants to provide you everything. And last but not least, they're against patriotism of America. This is the straw. This is the camel breaking back straw. When they destroy patriotism for this country, it's over. It, it is absolutely over. When the majority of this country no longer has patriotism towards America, instead, patriotism towards the new world order, which Satan controls, which the devil controls, this is absolutely, hands down, the worst thing that can ever happen in this country when we have a mass number of people that are no longer patriots of the Constitution and America. You see, they're grooming and have been for years our population, our kids, specifically using the media, the new media. So back then, when I was a young kid listening to Paul Harvey, that was the media. I had TV, I get it, but what's happening on TV today was not happening when I was growing up. But the difference is we now live in a video world. And anything that's video, all of a sudden it becomes truth. Because now you can see it. But the thing about video is you can make up anything on video. Anything can be presented to us as truth in video. Now, the difference was... Radio was voice. You listen to it, and then you'd say, okay, I understand that, etc. 
but you were not in that time frame being sub subjected to the truth or the false truth without you understanding it because words are uh, tremendously more powerful than video is. A lot of people don't understand that. But we talk, we have language, and that is the communication process that has led this world for centuries. But see, video takes people into a new realm. And then they take that video and using their eyes, thinking that this new world, this new technology is the truth. And it's not. So I'm going to play one more clip from Paul Harvey, which I think is awesome. And it's about farmers. It's a unbelievable podcast which I'm using that word because back then it was a radio show but it's the truth it's understanding what America really is people working hard and doing things to not only survive provide for their family but also provide for life and food in our great nation, which they want to eliminate. And if they eliminate the farmers, the real food of America, then the next thing you know, the big pharma is going to create some kind of weird-ass peel that is going to substitute, which it never will, for God-given growth of the food that he has provided us. No way will man ever be able to duplicate that, which they have been trying for years. Take a great listen to Paul Harvey. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die and dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay, wire feed sacks, and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then pain in from tractor back, put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. 
It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners. Somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk. Somebody who'd bail a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing. Who would laugh, and then sigh, and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. Millions of people in this country have taken up what God did, what their dad did to become a farmer. Because if you have no food, you have no life. Now, obviously, and we all know, Jesus Christ is the bread of life. That's first. His word in your heart is food for your spiritual soul. But we must also live in this world physically. And without farmers, we are going to struggle. And thus, we as people in cities, in suburbs, in rural areas, we're going to have to fend for ourselves. But see, lots of us do not know how to grow food or to get food because it's been provided by the farmers in this country, in the world, for so many years. This is part of what Satan and the devil is doing to us to eliminate our ability to live on this earth, but most of all, the ability to have a spiritual life with the God that created us through Jesus Christ, through the churches. They are destroying the truth, the word of God. It's really that simple. Now, I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm trying to tell you the truth to understand what is happening. And unless, I've said this over and over again, unless millions and millions of patriots get in the streets, not burning down businesses like Atifa does, but protesting against this tyranny government, we are going to face troubled times in America. So patriots, stand up. Do what you can. Go to city councils. Run for sheriff. Do whatever it takes in your local community to get this massive communist socialist idea out of our country because it will never happen at Washington, D.C., and it will never happen 
through any company, any organization that is fixed on money dollars in this country. It must be survival of our country and our way of life. Thank you very much for listening to podcasts. Please share far and wide. And last but not least, go check out Convention Estates. This is the last stand that American Patriots has according to the Article 5 of the Constitution to regain as a people in this country to control this federal government. This is The Gunny Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like the should The best of the free life Is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good